Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Facts versus Rhetoric. Thank you very much for joining me today. Uh, we have started the Peru series. In case you have not noticed, I have released the first two pre-Peru phone calls with Michelle. I have one more to release, but before I did that, Michelle did reference our Aztec birth chart reading we had done in preparation for our trip, and I wanted to go over what that was and how my chart came out. I got a lot out of my reading with our friend Vanessa, and since returning from Peru, I think I've gotten even more out of it than I initially thought I had. So today I'm going to give you a little Aztec history to kind of paint the picture and then go into what the Aztecs had to say about me and more specifically about the time I was born and how that relates and what that says about me personally. So in case you're like me and you went to public school, the Aztecs are from ancient Mexico and they measured time with a sophisticated and interconnected triple calendar system which adhered to the movements of the stars and just provided a comprehensive list of important religious festivals and sacred dates. But they gave each day a unique combination of a name and a number. And in addition to that, both the individual days and the periods of those days, their, their months, if you will, were given their own gods because the Aztec believed time and daily life was inseparable from religious beliefs. So like back in the day, everything had a sign, a symbol, a meaning, and the Aztec calendar was no different. The three calendars the Aztecs used coincided exactly every 52 years. Time for the Aztecs was full of energy and motion, the harbinger of change, and always had this mystic sense of happening within it, right? Their myths seemed to center around a cycle, and it was the process of creation, destruction, and recreation, rinse, wash, repeat. The Aztecs used a sacred calendar for counting the days, and it formed a 260-day cycle and was broken down into blocks of 20 days, each day having its own name and symbol. So why 260 days? Who knows? Maybe because it's the approximate human gestation period, the period between the appearance of Venus in the sky, or the length of the Mesoamerican agricultural cycle. Who knows? Either way, you can bet it was intentional. So they had three calendars all going on simultaneously. And while that may be hard to conceptualize in your head, the only really important takeaway is it's meant that each day had both a name and a number with the numbers constantly changing as the calendar rotated. Okay, so after all the possible combinations of names and numbers had been achieved, the 260-day cycle had passed. In addition to the names and the numbers, each day was also given its own deity in one of the levels of heaven and one of the levels of their underworld. And on top of that, each group was also assigned its own god too. Finally, in yet another layer of meaning, the 20 days were also divided into four groups based on the cardinal points of east, north, west, and south. So yes, this is all rather complicated compared to our boring-ass seven-day week of repeating names in our weekly horoscopes. But it did have the advantage that every single day of the year had its own unique name and number combination. That's the biggest takeaway. Cool, Nick. Now what? Well, this means that you can provide your birth date, your birth time, your birth place to a person qualified and trained to read and interpret the Aztec calendar like our friend Vanessa did, and she'll be able to identify the energies that were present at the exact time of your birth. 
These energies provide insight into some of our attributes as well as some of our challenges. When you understand these energies, you can learn how to work within them instead of against them. Does that make sense? So for our Peru prep purposes, we did an Aztec chart reading with Vanessa. What is cool is because of all the Aztec's meticulous fucking calendar work with a few pieces of birth data, you get a pretty extensive report on what was going on energy-wise at the exact time of your birth. Vanessa can take that personal information, interpret it into an easy-to-understand personality profile, if you will, for your use in your journey of self-discovery. The energies present during the year you were born have a broad influence over your life. They indicate maybe certain tendencies you have. I wanted to go over my reading to give you guys a sense of what kind of information you get from this and how you can apply it and how beneficial it is. So my reading went something like this. The year I was born into the magical Aztec calendar, I got the number five and rabbit. People with the number five in their chart are said to receive their gifts and talents via their hands. My connection to the earth or my ability to ground is what will strengthen my connection to my gifts. And a challenge for people with the number five is that although they have the talent, sometimes they don't put it into practice because of limiting beliefs, lack of follow through, or an inability to ground. And the rabbit represents fertility and abundance as well as the unconscious mind. Vanessa told me this is a more instinctual energy and it's important to be mindful of what you create as everything you will do will be abundant. And if you're not paying attention to the subconscious, unconscious mind, you may be creating things carelessly. She told me I have many gifts as well as the ability to manifest. And what's important here is to remember to be grounded and connect to the earth. So what you do create is done in reciprocity. And this was scary, accurate for me, because the more I grounded and was outside in nature, the better results I definitely saw from my talent. I've manifested the shit out of a lot of positive things in my life, but sometimes as I've learned from this chart, I was also responsible for manifesting negative shit in my life too. And what a mindfuck to realize that I was preventing the change I wanted because subconsciously my insecurities were just carelessly creating and exacerbating problems rather than working towards a solution. So that was very powerful for me to kind of wrap my head around because I definitely understood the manifesting the good shit, but I was unaware of the flip side and that had definitely been putting up roadblocks in my life. Also, the reigning deity for this period is the serpent of the clouds. And this energy inspires my ascension, the desire to rise above into a place of oneness. And in our ascension process, we will lose parts of ourselves. And it's important to honor those parts and celebrate them as they may have also helped guide us to the place in our journey. And this helped me look back at versions of myself that I have outgrown and see them as part of that journey. Rather than moments of shame or regret, I wish weren't part of the story. And looking at my 13-day period symbols, I got a one and a monkey. In Aztec mythology, the monkey is one of the greatest symbols of pleasure and fun. This period is guided by playful, artistic, joyful, and sensual energy. Vanessa said it's important for me to take stock of how I'm doing things. Do I find myself holding back from joy or pleasure? 
Are there areas in my life where I can allow these energies to flow through more? Am I comfortable with my own sensuality? This is also an expressive energy. So I need to ask myself if I'm truly allowing myself to give my subconscious mind an outlet for expression. All that was just from the month and year I was born. The energies present on the actual day that I was born that most influence my conscious mind. These things can provide insight into my personality and my attributes and my potential. I have an 11 and a crocodile. So in Aztec numerology, the number 11 represents a new beginning, a new cycle of counting. So people born in year 11 have an innate ability to begin again. They can reinvent themselves and start a new cycle, leaving everything else behind. This number also represents a sacred pause before we begin something new. Vanessa was telling me that those born on this day are creators. They have the ability to create new things, to step out of what is accepted by everyone else and create new paths for themselves. They're great at initiating successful projects. Crocodiles also have the capacity to save their food, right? Their metabolism allows them to store food in their bodies so they can go up to one year without eating. So people born on this day are said to be good at saving abundance, sustenance, and creating stability. Check, 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 check. So the reigning deity for this day is the energy of provisions, the provider. Jesus, I did an episode called the myth of the provider. These energies represent your ability to create and provide. Vanessa told me that the beauty of how these energies work together is that you not only are creating new paths, but you're also reinventing things. And that I have the ability to close out cycles and start new ones instead of just new things while leaving the other things unfinished. My wife may disagree because there's a couple unfinished projects around the house, but I think for the most part, I absolutely agree with that. Vanessa said, I can trust that the projects will take off even if there is no other framework preceding it. So even if I've never done it before, it'll work. I'm here to create those new frameworks. She went on to say that balance and patience are important here because there are going to be times when it feels like my subconscious and conscious minds are battling it out. But this is something that's necessary to create the birth of new ideas. Also included in this chart reading is the Lord of the Day, which provides some insight in how others may see me and how I present myself to others. My Lord of the Day on the day I was born is the Lord of Death, which I was a little nervous at first, but Vanessa told me that in order for us to create new things, we have to be willing to let the old ways die. The death and rebirth seem to be very influential in my chart. And she said it's because I have innate ability to let go of things, to let them die, because I'm ready to create something new to replace it. And it's possible others see me as someone who is constantly changing and evolving. But wait, there's more. There are winged beings or birds that accompany the Lord of the day, and they are said to bring messages from the underworld. My bird is the macaw. And the macaw is a regal bird that represents the spring, the time of rebirth. I got the Lord of the day, which is the bird, but I also have the Lord of the night, which provides a look into my subconscious and he guards my dream state. My Lord of the night is the Lord of rain. This energy represents the rain that permeates the earth and delivers all of the messages it needs. This is 
a reminder to be aware of what messages that my dreams provide as these are messages from my subconscious to help guide me to my highest good. And lastly, hey, everyone needs a spirit animal that travels with us in the underworld in the sleep state, and my spirit animal is the centipede. The centipede is a very intuitive creature. Many centipedes are blind, but are able to use their antenna to navigate the world. It is believed that these insects are reminders to tap into that innate intuition. These creatures are also very connected to the earth. So again, they are a reminder to stay grounded and connected so you are better able to hear your own intuition. And man, when I really started listening to that and working with my intuition, my days got so much easier. I remember telling the story in Peru the first time I remember as a kid using my intuition and it really benefiting me is when I was 12 years old. Remember it like it was yesterday. I went with my friend and his family to Atlantic City, stayed in the Trump Taj Mahal, not bragging, stole my parents a nice Trump Taj Mahal ashtray to commemorate such a privilege. Anyway, it was fall and it was pretty cold and windy on the waterfront. And my friend and I were going to walk the boardwalk and do some shopping. And as we were making our way outside, something inside my head told me to hold on to my wallet in my hand. The sleeves of my jacket were long enough to hide my hand from the cold, but also concealed the fact that I was holding my wallet. Well, wouldn't you know it, as soon as we walked out of the first store we went into, we were confronted by three kids. Now, two of them were probably older than us, and one was definitely younger than us. But one of the older kids flashed a knife and demanded our wallets. Well, my friend handed his over. I said I didn't have any money. The youngest kid actually searched my pockets of my pants and my jacket to see if I was lying and found nothing, and they just left with all of my friend's money. Thanks to my intuition, I was able to keep my $60, only temporarily because I was 12 years old, and ended up spending it on the dumbest touristy shit the boardwalk of Atlantic City could provide, but I digress. Thanks, intuition. Back to the Aztecs and my amazing reading from Vanessa. Whether you're just starting your journey to discover your true self or you've been at it for a while, the Aztec birth chart reading is a great tool to maximize your potential and be aware of any energetic pitfalls that you may create for yourself. The Aztec cosmos mythology broadcasted a constant message. The world and the humanity in it are being constantly renewed in perpetual cycles of change, and that is okay and that is what should happen. So I'll leave a link to Vanessa in the description and click on it if you want to get some perspective and introduce some change into your life. Your construction smells of corruption. I manipulates to recreate this air to go around saga. Got a launder. I said hallelujah to the 16th royal fins. You're getting down on your motherfucking knees, and it's time for you figures again. Come on and tell me what you need now. Tell me what is making you bleed. We got a two more minutes, and we're gonna cut to what you need. So, on the 6th, tell me.
Maxim, two hemispheres, battling. I'm blown, so the Maxim, two hemispheres, battling. Suck it up! <laughs> 